everybody, welcome to Smashing Game Time. We are three brothers that go through gaming's back catalog of yesteryear. I am your host, Nick. Below me is Josh. Josh, say hello to the people. My back hurts. I'm so sorry. Well, guess what? Your back hurts. Now your fingers are gonna hurt. Because you've well, gotta you've gotta do all the typing for this podcast. Well, you didn't ask me why my back hurts. Okay, I'm sorry. Why is your back hurt? From uh, carrying this podcast. God Ooh. damn it, Josh. No, no. He no. got us. He, he, he got us. And that, that lovely voice you hear to my left, that is his twin brother, Jake. Jake, is your back hurting? No, because I, I don't do shit <laughs> for this podcast. Hey, at least he knows. At least he knows. At least he's on. He's like, I'm just going to show up. Yeah, I just show up, dude. You guys pay me. Jake's like pre-production, post-production. What what are those? I don't I don't know Fuck any that. of that. I don't know what any of those words mean. Pre or post. Uh, Jake, mm, you know, I'm not gonna make that joke. You know what? We're gonna skip right on ahead. Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. We are doing 2017 Q1. We've also got a nice little quiz at the end to say goodbye to 2016 with one last nail in the coffin. Uh, but before we do that, as always, we are a Trident Network podcast. Go check out our siblings. Actually, Trident is bir- Trident's birthday is coming up, and there's a special uh, live stream over on Trident on March 19th. We will be a part of that. So uh, keep that on your calendars. Write it in your little day planners. Get ready for it. Also, we are on any we are anywhere you get your podcast. So Apple, Spotify, Google. Uh, go check us out there. And then while you're at it, leave us a review. All stars are welcome. Every star you've got, and nice words as well. Josh thrives off nice words. Just look at him. Just look at him. We need to get a little Sarah McLaughlin for that part. And just have Josh, like, doe-eye the camera. Help. (laughs) Josh, that's actually really good. I love that. (laughs) I love that. I Uh, practiced. Boys, what has everybody been up to? Josh? Um, Yeah, so still on uh, Callisto Protocol. I finally got my suit, so I have more inventory. Are you outside? Uh, I just, yeah, I'm so, I literally on the last part of outside. That is the most beautiful part of the game. It's a little terrifying, too, with the snowstorm. Oh, and they all, like, stuff's popping up out of the ground at you, too. Yeah. Yep. It's a little terrifying. And then did, did your, your mm, I don't know, did your buddy die already? Yes. Okay. Spoilers so, for those who haven't played it. Well, we're not going to say anyone's it. names, but I feel it's... They kill that character at a very weird time. And the way they bring the next one in almost like immediately is like, really? It kind of reminded me, uh, it kind of reminded me of Resident Evil 4, just because by the time, by the time you get Ashley, they kill, uh, what's his, is it Lewis? Yeah. They Luis. kill off, they kill off Luis right around time Lewis. to get Ashley. Like the it's game, Lewis, I'm guessing the game's like, hey, you can only have one companion around these times, so we got to say bye to the other one. I think I would, it just feels so abrupt, like his death. It just, not only, not only is it abrupt, but the fact that, you know, where you're, where you wake up and where he is at is so far away from each other. And they give him a really good character moment before that happens too. Oh yeah, fantastic! Like, don't get me wrong; they set up a good twist right there for all that to happen. But at the same time, it's like, man, this is—it it feels it's weird. just so abrupt. It just feels very abrupt, and just the fact that he's so far away. Like, if he was closer and that happened, I probably would have like been like, "What? Well, what the fuck?" Or at least, you know, maybe make it like we're attempting to save him, and then he just that. Then you get to that part, and he dies. It's one of those games where I'm like, I want to like these characters, and they kind of do some stuff to make me like them. 
but they don't do they don't do nearly enough. No, I say by far he was my fa- he's my favorite character of them all because he just it's just his personality. I don't think I think the main character so far is kind of reminds me of um um Stephen Emil a little bit. Okay, like he, season five of like the Arrow, basically he, season six actually. They do some interesting stuff with his survivor's guilt. Yeah, I don't know if you've gotten. You've, I think you've gotten glimpses of that already. Yeah. like early on in the game, uh, they do some interesting things, but I don't think they build off of it as much as I would have liked. I won't get into any spoilers. Maybe you'll see it differently than I do, but uh, I definitely wanted to like Callisto more than I came away liking it. I, so 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 far, I'm enjoying it for what it is. The only th- my only beef with it still is a little bit of the the fighting mechanic mm-hmm. with the dodging. It's. Yeah, it's it's not perfect. It's okay. Um, I think my biggest pet peeve now is I didn't realize they could do three hit combos where I'm at now, and I'm such in the habit of waiting until they swing twice before I swing, <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit, they do threes now, so I have to like adjust to that. And I'm like, right at the rate I'm going, they're gonna do four swings or something. And by the time I learn that, I'll be doing three dodges and attack and get hit and killed. Trying to think if you no, you have okay. I won't I won't say anything. One what let's we'll circle back. You should. You should be. I would imagine you'd be done by the next show. We'll circle back and we'll. Oh get yeah, some my plan is I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it all day tomorrow and hopefully beat it. And you're playing that on PS5, playing, right? I'm playing on PS5, and then I've, I, as of yesterday, I actually picked up um, the Steam Deck because I was hanging out with Anna. We were watching the uh, Memphis Grizzlies play, and I Put started playing job. Sorcerer's Sorcerer's Kingdom. What it, What is this? I I I'm out of the circle. So. It was an. Remember, we used to have it on the Sega Genesis, and I actually is included. This, oh the my link. god! I know. Yep. yep oh, yeah. I know what this is. This yeah. is the one with the. Yes. Like okay, so it's most one of the most forgotten RPGs out there, and as I started playing it, I was like, I remember a lot of it, but I'm at a point now where I'm like, the 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 gameplay mechanic throws me off because I'm like. I thought we used to be able to move all four characters before, you know, the turn happens. No, it is. You pick the character you want to move and you basically do it. So I've stuck with my main guy. I've OP'd him as much as much, much as I possibly can. And I've been using uh, the wizard and I've been using uh, Firestorm, which does fire damage to all the enemies on the screen. Oh, this is taking me back. Oh, it looks so it's so dirty, too. It looks so dirty. (laughs) <laughs> oh, especially when you get into the the mountains where it's all snowy and there's a blizzard. Mm-hmm. Oh, it hurt my eyes for a hot minute. I was like, oh my goodness, I don't know how I played this as a kid. As a kid, I remember this being hard. Was this hard? Uh, the beginning, the beginning is hard because you you basically can't take on more than one enemy. Mm-hmm. Where I'm at now, I'm literally taking on mobs of like six or seven with one guy. Mobs is six or seven. You started. You started Pokemon. Your main character. <laughs> oh yeah, I did. He he literally has like mithril armor. Uh, he, he I I got him to the point where I think he's like got like, it's like three thousand offense, which is like how many times uh, he'll hit, and then his strength is almost a hundred, which just means how how strong he is, basically how hard he hits. I do I do love how the enemies are out in the world. It's not like random encounter. Oh yeah, and the fact that you can initiate the battle by pressing the the start button or the the action button and press battle. One thing I don't like about it, and it's just an old gamey thing that really ticks me off, is the inventory. Once your first guy runs out of room, it immediately goes to the next available person who has room. So I'm like, what the fuck? I just picked up this armor. I'm not gonna figure out who has it because I have four people full of inventory. That is really weird. And you are you emulating this, or do you get it through Steam? 
Nope, emulating it. Okay. Because I also picked up Judge Dredd. Yeah, uh, I remember that. Oh, that oh, game was confusing. Oh, the yeah, the two the the two D side scroller. The one where we you, we got to the jail and we didn't know how to beat it because we got to one point and we just couldn't escape. Okay, see, I, I don't know a, if you remember that. I was a fan of these like mid nineties like two D like IP ba- so like the Batman ones from back then. Yes, mm-hmm. that's actually on my list next. I want to get the Super Nintendo one so I can play it. But I picked up that, and then I also picked up uh, the X Men for the Sega. Oh, that one was tough too. Oh my god, yeah. Josh, why are you doing this to yourself? I tried playing Judge Dredd, and I'm not gonna lie, I almost like punted my my <laughs> uh, Steam Deck. I was getting so frustrated with it. I think it's just a bad game. <laughs> oh, it is. But see, now that I've picked it up, I'm like, God damn it! Now I have to actually play it. <laughs> just play Vector. Just play Vector Man. Just play Vector Man, Josh. Get Vector Man. I, uh, it's on my list of things to get to. And then so we're going to okay. And while I'm thinking about it, because you two weren't oh, this. Geez. Right. A long time ago, I remember we went to Uncle John's house, okay. or not his house, but his room, and he was playing a certain game. It had the robot from Killer Instinct on it. Does it might sound have, familiar? Might have been Killer Instinct. It was not Killer Instinct. Have you typed in this character? I name? have, and I cannot find it. I don't. Think I just remember it. I just remember that, and it was like a two D platformer. Mm, I'd, I have to, I'd have to, I'd have to, because I'm thinking Wild Nine, because that's not that character, but Wild Nine uh, was on a demo disc. You're talking about the PS? No, okay, so this one was like I think Super Nintendo era, so like it was not. I know Wild Nine because I remember playing that. <laughs> I actually looked up videos and I thought about getting it. So this is this is Killer Instinct Robot. And I, uh, it's, it bothers me so much because I, yeah, it just, I, I'm pretty sure it was him because if not, it's someone who looks similar to him. I'm gonna look at a guest appearance. Uh, Aria? Well, the robot's name is Fulgore. Yep. Fulgore looks uh, similar to the Oddworld characters, Josh, if you're looking for Oddworld. <laughs> no, it is not. I'm telling you, it's Super Nintendo era. Uh, Fulgore Super Nintendo game. We're doing this no, live. Josh is going to buy that Terminator game. The one we used to play on the rail shooter? Yep. Josh, all that's popping up are the three killer instinct games i i will figure it out but anyway i just remember seeing that and Do, actually um, hop on hop on uh, reddit go to tip of my joystick and type t- they'll, ooh, they'll that's a good you. idea because they helped whenever i couldn't think of what the name of was for um uh sorcerer's kingdom someone helped me with that a long time ago and then i forgot again well there's also one other thing i wanted to mention to you guys because i thought we brought it up do you guys no we didn't because i had to look it up did you guys know that they had a Halo arcade game? I did not. Called Raven. Uh, I think it's Raven Squad is what it was called. Was it like a top-down joint? No, it was a rail shooter. Oh, see, I, yeah, um, I didn't know this. So, yeah, there there was an um, a arcade for it, and I'm contemplating finding it and putting it on our computer so we could all play it because it was a four-player arcade. Oh, so you mean like, okay, emulating it. It's like, Josh, yes. I don't have room for an arcade machine. No, 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 no. I've already looked at prices, and it's not cheap. Yeah, cheapest one they, I saw was like 80000 They only made a few of them. Yeah, but it looked, I, I was watching, and I was like, man, this actually looks really cool. Dude, I'm building a Gundam in my garage. I don't have time for this. Jake. Anyway, that's all I've been doing. <laughs> so 2000 and late, my dude. 
Uh, well, speaking of, I'm going to jump out of order on my game. Speaking of uh, RPGs that don't have random encounters, I've got a little further in Chained Echoes. I finally unlocked mechs. Uh, they play about the same. Like, it's cool to like beat up on bigger enemies with the mechs, but it plays kind of the same. Uh, so I'm still working my way through that. That's a 40-hour experience. Uh, I feel like I got a good gist of it, so my review for it is up now. Uh, I just have to beat the damn thing. You guys know how those RPGs go. Uh, what else yeah. have I been playing? I'm working. I don't know if I can mention that I'm playing the DLC, or I can't really mention anything about the DLC for Return to Castlevania on Dead Cells. Uh, but I have been playing uh, vanilla Dead Cells between that. And uh, I don't know why I slept on this game for so long. For those who don't know, Dead Cells is a met. It's it's a Metroidvania. It's a roguelike Metroidvania. But it's roguelike. Yeah. It's it's so much fun. Like I it remember, is. I remember just being overwhelmed, thinking like, "Man, that game's gonna be a lot. I'm not never gonna play it." And I jumped in, I want to say Friday or Thursday for the first time, and I'm fucking rolling with it. Uh, and just I really loved Hades a few years or two years ago, three years ago now. So I mean, this should have been a no brainer that I would have loved this. Uh, but it's one of those games where like you find a really powerful weapon, and you're like, okay. I probably shouldn't switch this out. And I've had that happen a couple times and I wouldn't switch it out. And it's just, it's cost me because I'm just, I'm trying to beat it. I've gotten to, I've beaten the first boss, gotten into like the third or fourth area and I just keep getting stuck. So, but it's a lot of fun. I'm really enjoying my time with it. I'm going to try to at least beat it, beat one run through it. I also like that the runs are really quick too. Like they're over like that. Like, looking down after being through four areas and seeing like oh shoot it's only been like eight or ten minutes really makes you like okay you know what since these aren't taking that long i think i can do another one and i love games that do that i'll, I'll have more to say on dead cells because i think that'll be my that'll be my addiction for a little bit here and then uh the other game that i'm working on for review is early access copy of inculinati uh let me let me slow that down for those at home ink like you know ink from a pen Yulinati. it's uh you know, like Illuminati, but with ink. This is a turn-based... It's weird. It's It reminds me a little bit of Darkest Dungeon. But basically, you're a scribe. You're learning to do stuff with ink. You have to draw your... your you draw your army. You can only have five characters in your army. And you're fighting the other guy who's drawing his army. And right now, right now I'm going through the campaign. Um... It's a little imbalanced because there is a there is a donkey. <laughs> there is a donkey in the game that farts. And when he farts, um, it like stuns like basically every other enemy within like a two by three radius. And it's just it's OP. So there's some balancing issues with it, but it is it looks pretty. Uh, you can usually like you have abilities that like use your hand. So like if you if your person takes damage. There's an ability where you can take your hand, wipe him, and wipe away some of that damage. It's like he got a little dirty. Uh, there's also abilities where, like, if an enemy's too close, you can take a finger and, like, flick him. Or you can, like, move him away from you. And <laughs> I wish I had gotten this on video. But so each level, like, has an edge. So if, like, let's say, let's say me, there's me, Jake, and then the edge. If someone comes up next to me and pushes me, I go past Jake off the edge and I die. Oh jeez! And I've had that happen a couple. Like I, the first time when I didn't know it and it was a hard ass fight. 
<laughs> he runs up to me. I'm like, okay, he's probably going to hit me. Fucking pushes me. Game over, I lose. And I have to start the run all over. It's 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 a roguelike as well. Roguelike as well. Um, you get like three chances to get through your campaign. And if you hit the third fail, they're like, all right, back to the beginning with you. Um, it's fun. It's uh, imbalanced, but it's fun. And I'm going to spend a little more time with that one as well, writing a review for that early access. Uh, but that's really all I've been playing. A little shorter week for me. Jake, what's going on with you in the world of gaming with a capital G? Uh, uh, what I was going to say about Dead Cells is that uh, whenever I played Dead Cells, if there was like a weapon or item I didn't care for, I just like purposely died. I was like, I don't care. Like, this is, <laughs> is going to be a shitty run. <laughs> I got to, I think I got to like the third boss. Um, But yeah, it gets hard. It gets frustrating. Um, I haven't, I haven't touched it in a hot minute. I hate when they give me bows. Uh, I'm like, I don't want these fucking bows. I don't yeah. want these bows. I don't want these shields. Just give me all the swords you got. The I like the the the, the blood sword. Blood sword's good. There was a there was one that I picked up that where you, when you pick it up, you picked up this sword, but you also had to pick up this gun with it. I think it was like the light blade and the light gun. Like mm-hmm. you had to have them both. And so I was yeah. like, I'm not switching any either of these. Um. So I've been playing Brawlhalla. We got Spring Champs coming up in a couple weeks. And also DreamHack San Diego, which I'm going to that. So it's going to be fun to start April. Uh, Team Fight Tactics, the set eight ends on the 22nd of March. So I'm kind of trying to grind my way to Masters or just a higher rank. So then I get a soft reset in a good spot and then hopefully grind my way to Grandmaster or Challenger. They're doing the mid-set championship right now, and one of the guys that I got coaching from just got knocked out. So and it's pretty. It's been pretty intense. Um, NA hasn't really won anything. Like NA, when it comes to any esport, NA is kind of like the underdog. Besides fighting games, North America has just been awful in every other game. Oh yeah, NA. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I, no. I've, I've seen some docs. <laughs> Um. Yeah, because I had that one. Na has only won like one major CS:GO tournament, and that's never happened or come close. Uh, Na never gets out of groups in League of Legends worlds. I don't think there's a Dota team that goes to the international. Like it's just Na is just good at fighting games. That's all we. That's all we know. Um. But other than that, that's it. That's all I got. Short week for you, Jake. All right, boys. Well, hey, good gaming. Enjoy your gaming, boys. Uh, what do you say we uh, kick off 2017 with Q1? Let's do it. Do Let's it. Let's do it. Q1. All right, first up, January 24th, Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. I can't believe this game is already six years old, guys. It's kind of crazy to me. It's kind of blowing my mind. It is too, because I remember pre-ordering this, because I loved the demo so much. I remember just thinking, like, Resident Evil in first person? Get the fuck out of here. Like, I remember just kind of being annoyed and pissed with it, because I was like, oh, look, they're just they're just copying, um, they're copying Silent Hills, copying Silent Hills or PT, like, gross. But, you know, like, looking back, like, my dumbass, like, the reality is this is already being, this is already in development when PT came out, probably. Yeah, honestly, for what it is, it's a great game. I enjoyed it. 
the DLC, not so much. Um, I think Resident Evil DLC has kind of been trashed for a while now. Because I think the eight yeah. stuff that just came out, it's been like, meh, you don't have to do You don't have to play I, it. I, I, I want to play the eight stuff just because it looked interesting. I played both the DLCs for this, and I was, eh. Like, it's, the main game is perfect. It's, it has the perfect mix of mystery and horror. So I, I enjoyed that. That's what I like. That's the Resident Evil I missed and enjoyed is the horror aspect. That's what made one what it is. Like, it's just so fantastic. I, yeah, I, I, I think a Resident Evil is only as strong as it's located, like the location that it's set in. And that's why I think like when people look back at the original and the remake, when people look back at two, three and four, like they're looking back at like, the mansion, the raccoon city, the village, uh, yep. not, not so much the castle and the island of Resident Evil 4, but people look back and like, yes, the village was awesome, which makes me wonder how that RE4 remake's going to... I wonder if they're going to spend more time in the village because they're, they're, they're spending more time on the horror aspect. And I know the, ca- the castle and the island just aren't that scary. Well, yeah. I, I just have this like sinking... I know they won't do this, but I had this sinking feeling that... <laughs> With they'll do they'll give it the three uh, treatment where they take out like one of the more crucial points <laughs> of of the game and people are gonna bitch about it like watch it be like okay rather than fighting the big cheese the chief of the village it just skips over that it's a it's a cutscene it's just a cutscene well they already <laughs> so the, the wolf you say they killed it so I wonder I wonder if that's still the case or if that backlash they got there okay guys people want to save put the it back wolf in. yeah. Which well, makes me because like one, one of the most important parts of that wolf is that it comes back and helps you fight El Gigante. Yeah, only only if you do it though. If you don't or you shoot it, it doesn't come back. So have they shown? And the, I haven't watched any of the remake no. footage. Have they shown El Gigante at all? Uh, I think uh, they did a tease. I don't know if they shown him. I'd okay. have to go back and look at all the stuff. But I, they, they showed Salazar. They showed Lewis. Um, did they show the salamander. No. Okay. Uh, they showed Leon. They showed Ada. I think they even showed Wesker. I, I still think they're they're going to be cutting a bunch. We'll we'll see when it comes out in a few weeks. But uh, on Resident Evil Seven, I think the Barker Mansion is up there with just like locations. I played like the first bit of this game with Lane, and just the this game is this this first part in this mansion is really eerie, and it's it's got really good Resident Evil vibes to it. Just because it has that, it has that mansion vibe to it. It's got an upstairs area. Uh, I don't know if you guys have played this, but the basement area when you have to go down, and I think oh yeah, I beat like, I, I, you've beat it. I beat the whole thing. Yeah, okay. like I would say the scariest part is going back to the basement the second time when the lights are out. See, I have I never got that far, but I hear it's really scary. Yeah, that part's scary, and then just having Jack Baker chase you the whole time in the, in the beginning is just terrifying. He's just a really angry man. Just, just the very beginning of you having to sneak around him to get into this main entrance area, that is terrifying. And I think uh, when you come back up from the basement the first time, like the placement of the grandma character in the wheelchair. Yeah, doesn't she end up being the final boss? Yeah, spoiler alert! But yes, you find out that. <laughs> Damn it, <does>. Nick. <laughs> Sorry for spoiling a seven-year-old game, you guys. I'm sorry. I won't do it again. Yeah, but no, that was a good twist because you, you, know, I, you wish would never think of it. You're just like, hey, she, she's an innocent old lady. Nope, she's the nope. cause of the whole damn thing. <laughs> I also didn't... There was one thing I didn't like as well is the... Spoiler alert ahead now. Is the choosing between who you save. 
Oh, uh, my, Mia and uh, Mia, and then what's her name? The the daughter. I can't think of her name. I'm choosing my wife nine times out of ten. And that's well, that and that's the daughter. and that's the correct ending because the DLC is you play as the uncle who hasn't heard from the family in a hot minute and comes back and like fights all through the things and saves the the niece. The uncle's like, "What's going on?" <laughs> oh, let's not forget we got a a new look of Chris Redfield. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, people yeah. were pissed about that. Yeah. I, I was more pissed that the umbrella logo was blue instead of red. <laughs> yeah, they never truly explained it until the until Village. And even then Village, they still really didn't explain it too well. I didn't like Village. Village felt too much like a Zelda game. I, I loved Village. It just because I mean the the village uh, I mean the very beginning with you running into the village and fighting all the lichens, basically. That was cool, and like that finding out that that was an unwinnable situation. Like once you find that out, you're like, "All right, fucking eat me, let's go." Step on me, step on me, step on me, please. <laughs> like I felt more horrified with that than the first time walking into the village of RE4. RE4 just it had this eeriness to it. It had this like oh, it did. I, and I know eight was like a big homage to four. I just I don't know like eight. Yeah, eight felt different. Eight felt different. Eight. So eight, I think, was a home, uh, basically giving its like homage to four. But then I also feel like that they took the parts that people loved in five so much and just gave it up the horror twist. So like, spoiler for that one for those who haven't played it. Oh no! The last act is you play as Chris Redfield and you basically go in with your team and fight through the whole entire village as all the Vikings are coming out to fight you. And it's the most bad. I mean, I literally. I don't care what anybody thinks between that and the fight with uh, what's his name? The cowboy guy. Um, oh, the, the, uh, big... the, the metal, the guy who controls. Yeah. The metal. Controls the metal. Both of those, even though like the, they're obscure, like it's so out there and it's very actiony. It was the most satisfying parts of that game for sure. I, I do wonder now that they're getting towards the end of the remakes where, cause I mean, first of all, resident evil seven saved Capcom. Capcom yes. was on the verge of just like fucking shitting itself. And then seven came out and did gang did gangbusters for him. So I just, I wonder, I wonder how that's going to be. I think they'll eventually the go. I think they'll eventually go back to the old formula and go, like, go through some of the extra stuff. So like they had, you know, there's obviously we'll see, we'll see a remake of zero. I can see that happening. Mm hmm. And then I think they'll do like the in-betweens of like what was going on, like with the Umbrella Chronicles and um, some of the books. Because there's a lot there. Books. Calm down with those books. Hey, I'm telling you, those books are fuck. Okay. Those and the Halo books are the only. Oh, and then Splinter Cell. The Splinter Cell books are really good, too. Those are the only few like gaming books that I'm like, dude, you need to read them because the books do the games so much justice. It ex- like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna do this real quick. All right, Uh-oh. the, All the right, first book, Resident Evil One. Are you are you it, recapping this whole book right now? No, no, no. I'm only gonna <laughs> say like, just give you an idea. There's so, a mansion. All four characters, so Barry, Chris, Wesker, Jill, they all make it into the mansion. They hear the gunshots. And Chris is like, well, I'll go check it out. You guys stay here. He goes in. He sees the zombie. And he goes, oh, fuck that. 
turns around another zombie's blocking him so he basically has to run around everything so then it goes into like the jill berry so like it explains it so much better than the games do where it's like dude if they just would have done this this would have been 10 times better and it's like basically the whole time like they're basically switching like wings and not even realizing it they never run into each other so okay so no one's been like captured everyone's just no everybody is basically in a different wing at the whole time so like rebecca and chris stick with each other the whole time Barry goes off on his own and Jill's on her own. But then like one of the funniest things happens is, you know, the, the room uh, where you move the night statues in a certain order and then you press the button. And once you do that, the, the uh, gas doesn't go off, but the gate rises on the thing to give you the crest. Mm -hmm. So Jill looks at it and goes, I can just break the glass. She breaks the glass and she takes it and walks away. (laughs) Like it, it's shit like that where I'm like, okay, why, why aren't these books as popular? Like these are so good. I love that author for doing like, Hey, fuck this. Fuck this shit. Yeah, she's like my, cause you know, her in the whole plot is her dad used to be like a master thief and he was training or teaching her how to do this stuff. And, he, and she's in her head going, dad would have said this. And she goes, I love and just that. Takes it. And it's like, God damn it. I love it. Uh, yeah. But when does Alice come into play? <laughs> never does you don't need to shitty movies don't need to when you get wesker going fuck 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 in the book well at least hey anything's better than welcome to raccoon city oh god yeah moving uh going from going from capcom making a rebound to a studio on its last leg i imagine february 14th for honor came out for those who don't know, For Honor is a, uh, I'd, I'd call it like a, it's a 3D, like hack and slash, like it's kind of a, mm, what, what would you guys call this? A 3D hack and slash? Not, See, but they're not, you're not hacking and slashing, you're like strategically so say, positioning your weapon. I would say it's like a strategy MOBA almost. Okay. Yeah, I see. I see the strategy MOBA. I'm just thinking of like mechanic, mechanic wise, because you're not you're not hacking and slashing. It's not Hi-Fi Rush or Devil May Cry. You're like across from your. It's one on one fights. You're like well, positioning your weapon. <laughs> it's ideally built for one on one, but a lot of times it's three v one. You get your shit pushed in. Oh yeah. I was very no, so the little bit of time I spent with this game. I was very very bad at it. Oh, there was a summer. Me and Jordan played the. Cr- crap out of this game and i'm not gonna lie so the character you're seeing now is my favorite uh just because you can basically bull rush them and it knocks them down but there there are so many cheese characters in this game it's ridiculous well and you know looking at how ubisoft has supported rainbow six siege there's part of me that thinks like there there was a time where they could have supported this game successfully and had all these different classes because they have pirates they have knights they have um different warriors from different like different times in history and they all have like unique abilities unique buffs um and it's pretty cool like when you first when you when you finally like (laughs) learn it you're like this is kind of cool josh did you did you see what i saw you talking about the the this freeze yeah yeah, it was. I heard saw too. Yeah, I, I stopped. I'm like, wait, am I frozen? And I look at Josh. Josh moving. Am I frozen? Or are you? Are we good? <laughs> no, no you're we're good fine, now. But like, before though, I saw it. And I, I couldn't tell if Jake was frozen. And I'm like, God damn, what we froze. <laughs> no, you guys are good. But yeah, like this is a game where like when you first, it's overwhelming at first, and you learn, and you're like, okay, I like it, and then you play it more and more and more, and you're like, fuck this fucking game. Oh no, and this is, and of course, 
like every other competitive game out there, the, the community is very toxic. <laughs> Which I, it, yes. I, I, I don't under, that's, that's my pet peeve. That's probably going to be my rant is I don't understand the toxicity among communities. Like you want your community to grow and get better. And you want more people to play it, but then you're going to be an asshole and basically say, dude, is this your first time playing it? You suck. <laughs> and then call them every name in between. Josh, I, have I you ever, it. have you ever gate kept your community? Nope. You want okay. to talk about it? All right. All right. I keep to myself because I want people to keep playing. Now, if they're going to be an asshole to me, yeah, I'm going to call them out. All right. All right, Josh. Just saying. Like, it, it's it's very frustrating, especially, in, like, for Honor and probably Rainbow Six now, too, because they're both pretty much up there. They're trying to keep the longevity of their communities, but then they're going to be very toxic, and they're going to make these changes that nobody wants. Well, they were doing a good job at the longevity for a while. Now it's just kind of like run its course. I mean, you saw a uh, Silent Hill. You saw a Rainbow Six game come out last year, and like now it's like, dude, we don't need this. It might not even have been. It might have been two years ago now. I don't even know how. It kind of just came and went. I can't even tell you when it came out. What was that? Rainbow Six Extraction. Oh, yep. the the the. DLC. Yeah. <laughs> it was bad. That's all that matters. And yeah, the yeah, I mean, why why would you mm, I don't understand a community that uh, is toxic in a game that is so bad like this one. <laughs> yeah. Shall we move I, on, gentlemen? Yeah, let's just move on. I'm let's move on. They, they, well, Josh, you save those toxic comments for next week when you have tea time. All right, February 24th, Hollow Knight. Funny funny story about Hollow Knight is that uh, you know, I mentioned at the top of the show, I'm playing Dead, show, Dead Cells. Uh, they have a lot of nods to like other other indie games. And I was doing a run and I ran across the, you know, the bench in the main area in this game. Yep. I ran across the bench and it gave me the, it gave me the little guy's weapon. And I thought that was pretty cool. Here's the better question, though. Silk Song. Yay yeah, or nay? It's never mm. coming. So if you if you live in <laughs> under a rock, uh Hollow Knight is a 2D Souls-like. You play a cute little beetle character, uh, but don't be don't be tricked. It is a very hard game. Josh and I streamed this uh, back when I moved to, back when I moved back to St. Louis. Very hard game. Very easy to get lost. It doesn't it doesn't want to hold your hand at all. It's like eh, fucking guess, dude. Fucking guess where you gotta go. Uh, you see this little beetle struggling against this big guy. I think he's trying to hide now. I don't know. Uh, but I, I'm getting frustrated just watching this guy play right now. Sorry. I haven't. Yeah. He, this guy sucks. But so. anyway, <laughs> we, so we did stream it when uh, you first moved back and we, we had fun with it. I think we need to finish it. Like I, I started it by myself and I picked it back up since then, but, um, yeah, you're right. It does not hold your hand. It's, it's very unforgiving. And of course it's very much a, uh, a dead cells 2d and it's got, it's got a cult following. Like people love the shit out of this thing. It's uh, that Josh mentioned Silk Song. Silk Song is the DLC that was announced uh, how long ago? Years uh, ago. Forever ago. Still hasn't come out. It gets teased at like a, a Nintendo Direct every few months, and they're like, "It's coming this year." People, and, then no, it and never th does. that's not like them saying it's coming. It's people like, "Oh my god, it's coming!" And then they get their feelings hurt when it doesn't. Literally, I, I probably come across a popular Reddit post about it at least once a day. Still, can I be honest? Yeah, I don't think Silk Song is coming out. I don't think it is either. I th I think I think what was going to be a DLC is being turned into a game. Yep, 
Yep, exactly what I was going to say. Which uh, is not a bad thing, but rather than getting people's hopes up, just tell them that. Listen, 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 listen. We had a episode where we talked about Dead Su- or Dead Island 2 not coming out, and then next thing you know, Dead Island 2 is coming out. Now, if you if you listen to our words, Jake, we, it might sound like we're saying that Silk Song's not coming out. What we're saying is Silk Song will not come out as a DLC. Silk Song will just straight up be Hollow okay. Knight 2. Which, once again, not a bad thing. Which, before, probably at this point, me needed. Which, before the Cuphead DLC came out last summer, like, I would have guessed that would have been, like, on the same route, where, like, oh, yeah, Cuphead Delicious Last Course? No, it's going to be Cuphead 2 now. But they ended up and coming even, out, which makes me think this could still happen, but no. So, no. And even then, like, Jake, this is, so an indie developer, is, in my opinion, has the ability to do that. Because they have a cult, they've made a cult following. Where if you get like a huge company like Deep Silver making you know Dead Island Two and it taking it you know ten years to finally have it come out, I, I'm sorry that does not count as an excuse. You cannot sit there and say, oh well, you know we had all these other projects and you know we kept backing out. Oh, okay, great, you're a multi-million dollar company and you decided to just shit on your community Ooh, t- for team, so long. Team Cherry is not multi-million dollar company. Well, I I I know that. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, it's exact. I, Jake, I, I, I did say that, right? Sorry, I got sucked in. I got sucked in. It's such a good game, Josh. I'm sorry. I was watching the game. No, play. it is a good game. I'm not. I'm not mad at you. I'm just like I thought. I said that. Well, here's okay. Here's my ultimate hot take. You know what will happen? I'm just gonna start spitting out hot takes. I think Uh-oh. Microsoft, Microsoft trying to buy Activision. I don't think it'll happen. I think it'll. I think that'll get put out to pasture. Activision will still be its own thing. Then I think Microsoft will be like kind of pissy about it because they'll still owe Activision some money. And what Microsoft will do is buy a few indie teams, a few like smaller dev teams. And I think Team Cherry will be one of them. I hope for their sake it isn't because Microsoft doesn't have a really good track record right now. I I agree. I agree. Uh, Companies kind of come and go with them or kind of just like, I mean, hell, what, what is 343 anymore? But I, I'm just I'm spitballing here. I think I think eh, if if I'm right, I have something I can point back to. But hey, look, I'm not totally full of shit. Yeah, but that's when all the death threats come in, and they're probably mostly going to be from me. They're like, you said you said Silk Song wasn't coming out. You're the biggest piece of shit. <laughs> Josh, we're really setting up your tea time for next week, by the way. Oh, I know we are. <laughs> you know, I don't th- I don't think I don't think the Hollow Knight people are that bad. But you know what? Let me let me spend a week on their subreddit and see what happens. Uh, you will not enjoy it. It's literally Silk Song every other post. <laughs> Day seventy two hundred of me drawing a Silk Song until it comes out. They're so angry. <laughs> uh, all right, moving forward, March third. What people, a lot of people consider game of the uh, the generation. Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild came out. Uh, real quick crypt note here because that's just the way it is. Uh, this game eclipsed Horizon Forbidden, or I'm sorry, Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, and that's all we're going to say about it just because I think that's funny if that's all we say about it. <laughs> well, we also have to mention that, you know, five years later it gets eclipsed again by Elden Ring. <laughs> we'll mention that when we talk about Elden Ring. We'll just we'll lightly... Bl- it, I feel so... I just feel so bad because it's like, they're great games and they got eclipsed. That's all. I'm going to stop it there. I'm just Let saying. me tell you, my name is Alloy. I hate Link and I hate Elden Rings. Is she Is she Scottish? No. 
She's not Scott. She, mm, I thought she was Scottish. I haven't touched either of those games. So you assume because she's a redhead that she's Scottish? Well, she kind of she kind of gives me brave. You remember Pixar's Brave? Yeah, yeah. No, I got that. I figured for much. That's why I said the red hair. It's about um, fate, you know. Nick, you're about, you're on the same wavelength as the guys who complained about her having peach fuzz. No, we're having, we're I, I think canceled. that's really cool that. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw the viral tweet of the guy that was like. Look at these atomic heart twins. The, these are feminine gaming women, and he had yeah, them next that. to like alloy, next to uh, I think uh, Abby from The Last of Us Part Two, and it's just like uh, there was there was someone who posted it's like, yeah, this is what you <laughs> this is what you think when all the girls you talk to are your sex bot or your uh, your pocket pussies or whatever. <laughs> God damn. Uh, but hey, I digress. We're talking about Horizon too much because I want to talk about the game that overshadowed it. Uh, this is the first Legend of Zelda for the Switch. This is actually a launch title for the Nintendo Switch, if it I was. remember correctly. Um, this game came out and people would not shut up about it. This was. People still don't shut up about people it. Still we're, we're talking about the sequel that comes out later this year. Like people, this, this is, I think this is one of the most popular games on Twitch, if I remember correctly. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, people are still making videos about it. People are finding secrets in it. Uh, I think the thing that really stands out about this is it came out in a time where like Ubisoft and other games with their open worlds had like a bunch of shit on the map. Like, Oh, do this, do that, do this, do that, do this. And this game was just like, no, here's the open world. If there's something you want to go do that you see this market and go there and do it. And I think that's pretty cool. Although, oh no. They got way out of hand with the the Kirik, Kirik seeds. Oh, I'm not mad at them because I'm I'm not saying mad, but I just 900 900 seeds for a shitty reward. <laughs> yeah, not, <laughs> let me rephrase that for those who don't understand. You find one seed in a spot, 900. That's okay. not even including all the temples. But I like collecting the orbs in Crackdown, and they had a crazy amount of orbs. Nick, you could see where those orbs were at. These croc seeds, you basically had to comb every fucking section of the map. Crevice. But you had I mean, to get literally, them. You had to go into Link's asshole to find one. Crevice. Had, literally. You had to get them to, to platinum the game, though, right? There's, there's trophies, right? No. Then, this is Nintendo. No, I, thought Nintendo I thought Nintendo was talking about adding achievements at one point. They were, but then they backed out of it because they're like, "Fuck that!" <laughs> they're like, "Fuck you!" We're Nintendo. We rather, buy our we shit. rather spend we rather spend another hundred million on Mar- a Mario game than do that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. That's that's that's, that's not a bad what, thing. I'm just saying. That's what you do. And then you Mario it. has a water pump. Mario has <laughs> Mario goes to the city. Chris Pat is Mario. Okay, the next Mario, what I want them to do, Mario goes to therapy, and it's him talking, it's him laying on the couch talking, and like the stuff he says forms like the bub- a bubble above his head with what he's thinking about, and then those are the levels that you play. You're playing Mario's psyche as he's talking to his therapist. I thought that was Warrior Rare. Ro- that, that is <laughs> Mario's psyche. It's just war. It's just in his head, it's just WarioWare all the time. <laughs> but, um, you know, so, like Josh said, I think I saw a Twitter post that said, hey, we're 69 days away from um, Tears of the Kingdom. I really I really hope Tears of the Kingdom is the Majora's Mask of the Switch. I, I hope so, too. I, I want it to be, I want it to be good, because 
I enjoyed Breath of the Wild. Have I 100%ed it? No, I don't ever plan on it either. Like I said, 900 Keurig seats. I, there's no way. Do you have a hard copy of that or do you have a digital? Uh, I have to go back and look because I think I had a hard copy and then I sold it to me making it digital, but I need to get a hard copy again. I say, if you have a hard copy, I might need to borrow that. Uh, I'll probably end up getting it anyway, so you can borrow it. Okay. Um, but yeah, so... Borrowing um, games on podcast. <laughs> hell yeah. That's all we do is we just... That's we all just we do. Borrow each other. Hey, hey, can I borrow this? That's the show. We just borrow each other's shit. That's, that's it. That's the show. Uh, that's all we do. But yeah, so like, for, for what it is beyond that, beyond the 900 seeds, which I'll get off of, I enjoyed the challenges through all the temples. I enjoyed the fact that you could go to any other of the main, I, I call them temples, but I know the, the, the mythic beast. Uh, so the, like the main, and I think the one aspect that really threw me off and it was not a bad one. It's just, I'm more curious, which is why I'm also excited for the sequel is the whole master sword losing its power. Oh, you sounds like a normal game. Zelda. Sounds like a normal Zelda game. No, no, no. I mean, like, in the sense of, like, you can still use it when it's gone, but you have to constantly put it back into the pedestal to recharge. I see a beef I saw, and I've, I've watched a few of the people run through the temples, is that the temples don't really have that dungeon feel to them. No, they don't. Which is kind of kind of dumb, because, I mean, you go to Zelda for the dungeons. But I think that's where uh, Tears of the Kingdom is going to pick up. They're going to Because it's, I mean, literally, the, the opening is Zelda and Link going through one of the uh, not maybe not dungeons but a cavern a mm -hmm. mysterious one to to look for something so it's like i wonder if that's going to be maybe we're going to see like because people theorize that this is the same hyrule that we see in um um ocarina of time and it's just very displaced because it's been you know thousands of years so it makes me really go, hmm. I wonder if it's we're going to revisit like the water temple and stuff like that. Possibly. The, the Zelda timeline is a mess. Um, but yeah. It is, but they just explain. Someone did a video on it and explained it. I'm like, wow, that makes a lot of sense. Like someone goes, oh, wait, why is the um, Temple of Time so far away from the castle? And it's like, well, when you're playing the game, you realize they're still somewhat far apart, but because it's been thousands of years and tectonic plates they shifted so they now are so far away from each other so someone keep your science out of my keep your science out of my keep your science out of my zelda science man come on <laughs> tectonic plates next thing next thing you're gonna tell me global warming melted the uh the ice temple from majora's mask dude triforce mm -hmm. is underneath the triforce plates are underneath the the magma we gotta go get them hey remember wind waker the world was flooded because these polar ice caps melted. <laughs> I want a dragon boat, damn it. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, speaking of cataclysmic accidents, uh, March 21st, Mass Effect Andromeda. Uh, guys, I don't know if you know this. Captain Shepard is dead. Uh, you guys have to do this face the whole time. Yes. So this okay. is the very buggy Mass Effect. If you don't know what Mass Effect is, it's the space opera from bioware uh i want to say published by every all of them are published by ea but this one took us out of the main trilogy took us out into andromeda with a ship of people looking for a new like a new earth right am i remembering that yeah. correctly yeah they're basically they're they're exploring the um the galaxies and they basically like there's like three uh ships that go out and your ship is the only one that uh, like i guess remains okay 
And the whole thing is you finding another Earth-like planet and also finding the, the other two ships that disappeared. I think one's a Krogan, not a Krogan ship, um, Solarian, and then I think the other one is Torian. Yo, they got to turn this shit around Mass Effect 4. This shit's going to be... This game was ass. Uh, the main characters are brother and sister, right? Yeah. Can you and whichever one you pick, the other one is stuck in stasis. I was going to say, can you romance your sibling? But they're stuck in stasis, so you can't put your Well, they can talk to you, but they're just stuck in stasis. As as Matt said, as Matt would say if he were here, incest is the best. Put your brother to the test. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. Okay, so, yes, the bugs made it crappy. Uh, I did try it after the bugs got fixed, and I, I kind of enjoyed it for a little bit. It's definitely a game I need to go back and actually 100% play because I think I only did, like, the first couple missions. Bro, I just got to say, this is the game. They had, like, all of this DLC planned, and then it came out, and it was the ass, and they're like, hey, we're scrapping all the story stuff we were planning. We're scrapping yeah, would... it all. We're scrapping it all. And there was, there was the nice little t- nod to... Uh, the original trilogy in here you find the the articles that talk about shepherd how he saved humanity and everything it's not enough it's not enough josh i, I know it's not but nick go go we're gonna i'm gonna bring this up again going back to the indoctrination theory no josh okay it's, your tea time should just be the indoctrination theory <laughs> you talk about it so much in this show but but am i am i wrong though like think about it if you if that was the way it's actually planned do you think it, the trilogy is the best trilogy ever if it was actually, if it theory. wasn't a fan theory, if it wasn't a crackpot fan theory, yes. But it's a crackpot fan it, theory. It is not a crackpot, it, but it makes so much more sense. It Think about it. But it doesn't salvage that Andromeda's bad, Josh. No, 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 no. That, it that, doesn't, it doesn't make that. Andromeda I a agree. better game. It doesn't salvage I, I, it at all. I agree a hundred percent. I'm just saying, don't shit on the th- the trilogy, because that theory alone saved it in my head, and I'm like, my God, it is such a fantastic idea. If it's the, sad that the writers couldn't come up with it, or at least acknowledge that they came up with it. If the next Dragon Age and Mass Effect don't land, Bioware is going bye bye. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like uh, there is no doubt. To which I say, just do Jade Empire two, guys. That game slaps still. Or give us a remake of the first one, like a true remake. Don't give me this like HD bullshit. Oh, that game is so good. It's so good. It is so hey, good. You, you can play it on your uh, your phones too. Yeah, but you can also play Kotar, and it's hard on your phone. I want to play Jade Empire with a controller, and I want to watch it all in beautiful 4K. Josh. Some upgrades. What? Josh. Jade Empire is on Game Pass. Are you for real? Oh, God, it's God. on Game Pass. Come on, Josh. Come on. Come on. Dude, just tell them to come out with the family pass already. I will drop that for them I think easily. It's, I think it's still being tried and tested. It's around My God, you did it for... You did, okay microsoft you did it for everything else just give us a fucking family pass for game pass and i will buy i will tell you to shut up and take my money give me my family pass all right guys we made it through the first part of 2017 josh you ready to do some news read all about it latest football scores morning paper morning star paper mister it's time for old news January 13th, Nintendo's Nintendo Switch console reveal detailing its release date, price, and technical specifications was held at Tokyo Big Site and live-streamed online on Nintendo Direct. Dude, that was big. I remember that day. I remember people going, like, it, 
people didn't shut up about it for like a good 48 hours. There's just nonstop coverage about it because it looks so good. Hell, even, even by 2023 standards, it's still good. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Sony and Microsoft looked and go, I, we can't do this. And then steam, a company known to develop games goes, hold my beer. And does one even better. Steam doesn't even do games anymore. They're they're a digital marketplace. And they're like, yeah. you know what? People and you know what? I bet you Steam was feeling it because the Switch started getting those indie titles that are big for them. And they're like, uh, guys, Nintendo's trying to eat our lunch over here. Can't have this. No, they yeah, they literally said, Hold my beer. They did one better. Yes, is the Steam Deck huge? Yes. Like not like I'm not talking like huge is in sales, but huge is in physically big. Yes. Oh, I think it's big on sales too. I think it's Oh well, no, it well. is. It, it it is. And I, I absolutely enjoy mine. Like honestly, I would say if you guys are looking into getting into the next handheld and you want something with diversity, pick up the Steam Deck. Get get the cheap one, because you can update upgrade the um internal SSD. But buy it. You will not regret it. You Steam, know, give us free shit. Do you guys know the meme where it's the guy with the bull cut and he like like it looks like he just turned to like someone who said some shit? I, I just imagine that guy whenever like someone at Steam found out like, hey, they're putting Shovel Knight on the Switch and Hollow Knight and Undertale and like they just look like they're 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 they're, they're doing what? <laughs> just pissed. <laughs> like, oh, well, we gotta do something about this. <laughs> oh, and they did. Like, you're gonna take our games. We're gonna take yours. Take yours. Oh no! All right, Josh, moving on. <laughs> January twenty second, uh, Messiah Nakamura, the founder of Namco, died at the age of ninety one. Namco's still balling. Nam- Namco's not owned by anybody, right? Uh, no, they they combined themselves with uh, Bandai. What what do they what do they do? Like they 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 just publish, right? They're not really developing. Uh, no, like they like recently, anything that I can think oh, of. Oh, yeah, like recently they haven't done anything. They're more like you said, publisher than anything. Uh, yeah, basically more publisher. So, but still, that's very important because Namco's, a, I mean, even in the early days of gaming, yeah, I think they they basically they acquired Atari, they built like Pac Man, Dig Dug, I mean, all the Namco, like any Namco game you can think of, they they created it. Oh, they're an OG. Of course. They're they're an OG. They're an OG for sure. Yeah. So that's why it's very important because founder and, you know, he lived a long life. And we, because of him, we have gaming. We have the gaming that we have now. Rest in peace, Mr. Nakamura. Rest in peace. Moving on. January 31st, global production of the (laughs) Wii U has officially ended. Wii U, look at the rabbits, Wii U. Just look at the rabbits, Wii U. Probably with the pretty buddy. buddy. <laughs> uh, it's what just, a, it's what just a, a Wii. What a shitstorm. What a fucking shitstorm. Nintendo flew too close to the sun. They're like, people love the Wii. We got to keep the Wii name alive. And I think I think they learned their lesson. So like, whenever people talk about like, oh, what the Switch 2, the Switch 2, it's not going to... like. Nintendo's not gonna put the same name on something again. No, they're gonna change it. It's not like but, it's not like when you could slap the word Game Boy on something and fucking move it. Like it even like they they learned like that we gotta get away from the game, we gotta call it the DS. So it's gonna have a new name. So yeah. anyone clamoring for the Switch 2, go fuck yourself. All I'm imagining right now is the Wii coming up behind the Wii U tablet with the motion controller and the nunchuck and just strangling the shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> That's all I'm seeing. It's gonna be it's gonna be like the, the GameCube two. The, no, because the GameCube did really bad for them, but for some reason it has this weird the the GameCube and Nintendo 64 have this weird fondness for them, but they weren't as good as people remember them being. No, they had like the few highlights of it, and that was it. Like in those eras, it was Sony PlayStation blew everything out of the water. Right. And then for the GameCube, I want to say it was probably a tie between the PS2 and the uh, Xbox. I just, yeah. I, Jake, I like where your head's at, but yeah, GameCube, GameCube 2, they're like, no, people hated that. We're not going to do that again. We're not. Maybe, maybe they'll do the game square. It'll just be a flat square that you can carry around. It's going to be like, because, I mean, back to like, I know GameCube and N64 are not really doing well, but some of the games, they're kind of like ones that kind of, I guess, people went to. So, like, for example, like, Zelda or Green of Time or Jerry's Mask came on Nintendo 64. If those games weren't on there, 64 or the yeah, the 64 wouldn't be shit. Well, they're still gonna, I mean, those are just examples. I mean, they've got others that like people, like, no matter what you call the next Nintendo thing, like, people are gonna be like, oh, Zelda, oh, Mario, oh, Mario Kart. All right, here's my fucking $70. It's and they're all gonna be $70 now. Yep. <laughs> like Pick Pikmin 4 is still 60 because Nintendo's like, uh, uh, uh yeah, 60. Well, let's whatever. face it, Nintendo's the one console you know that no matter what, the prices are always gonna stay MSRP until they're they're like no one they know the sales aren't moving at all. And they're like, okay, we'll give you a fifteen dollar discount. Even then, I picked up a 3DS at the end of its lifetime and couldn't get used. The used copy of uh, Zelda uh, of Ocarina of Time and Bravely Default that I got were still, I think, 30 or 40 bucks. Yep. So they're still pretty pricey. Overwatch 1, full price. <laughs> you can't even play that anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy it for the nostalgia and maybe some uh, guy who collects it. Yeah, this buy it. Yeah, keep it sealed. Keep it sealed. Keep it sealed. Moving on. February 1st, Zenimax Media is awarded $500 million from Oculus VR over intellectual property and contract issues over the virtual reality technology used in the Oculus Rift. Do you guys remember this at all? I recall it a little bit, but I mean, was Oculus owned by Facebook at this point, or was it still? Uh, no, at uh, this point, I think... The, so the acquisition, I think, was in 2014. Okay, so yeah, there are... So yeah, it already happened. Yeah. I, I, I think that's... I think that's when the lawsuit came about was because of all that. I think getting in bed with Facebook was the worst thing that could have happened to VR. Oh yeah. I think Although that, I have a quest too, so I can't really say much. I yeah, you you can Josh, both of those things can be true. You can own it and still say that yeah, they fuck it, they fucked this shit up. But yeah, I mean I, I feel bad for the Oculus in general, but at the same time without it we wouldn't have VR what it is to this day. So we salute you, Oculus. No, I'm not. No, no, I almost salute. I said Oculus, not not Facebook. No, I'm sorry, not Meta. I'm not saluting anybody involved in this story. Fair enough. Well, salute Zenimax at least. Nope. Nope, no saluting involved. All right, last one. March 31st, Square Enix withdraws from IO Interactive. Nintendo closes the Nintendo DSi shop on the DSi and DSi XL. Yo, Square Enix, they're famous for like, oh, this Western this Western game didn't like, they have like these ridiculous numbers for these Western studio games and like, Oh, Hey, this game that's sold really good underperformed for us. I think they, 
They did it for all the Hitmen. Though I think the one Hitman that was released under them, the one yep. Hitman game. Um, I think they said the same thing for the Tomb Raider reboot in twenty. And they did this. Yep. And then they did the same thing with uh, Guardians. Deus Ex. Deus. They said the same thing for Deus Ex. They said the same thing for Guardians. They just are like I don't. Want, I don't even want to talk about Deus Ex right now because that still breaks my heart. Who's who's that? What studio is that? Uh, that's not IO. What studio? That's not is IO. That? It's um, shit. What was their name? I have to look it up now. Okay. Uh, that I, I'll, while you look it up, I'll Eidos Montreal mm. or Eidos Montreal. Yeah, we talked about that the other day. Fucking Eidos. Uh, real quick while you're look, looking at that, uh, Nintendo also closed the Nintendo DSi shop on the DSi and DSi XL. So anything that you wanted to buy off of there, you could no longer do it. RIP to those stores. And I think as of recently, I think they did the same thing to the 3DS. It's no, the 3DS thing is uh, end of this month. Yeah, end of this month, right. you can no longer. So like they're, people are making videos. It's, it's the biggest crack of shit. But social media right now for gaming is... Oh, if you have a 3DS, here's the things you need to download. And a couple of things are like the Pokemon uh, apps they had on there to be able to transfer from Pokemon Go to the games and vice versa. Stuff like that. Don't they have like a phone app for that now? They do, but if you want to do it trading in between games mm. that were on the 3DS, you need to have those. It's a whole fucking mess with Nintendo. Like Nintendo's basically putting everything in the Nintendo vault. Like, nope, sorry. We'll well, I mean, they are the Disney of the gaming community, so... We'll re-release it when we deem you worthy. Yeah, you don't have to worry about your, your Metroid Primes. It only takes them, you know, so many years to remaster one and not give us the fourth. Well, oh, did I read you guys that, buy that one yet? I have, I have not, not, but I've read that the Prime remake was basically done in 2021. It was just sitting... They were just sitting, waiting for a time to put it out. I read it. I read it on the internet from a trusted source. So, I mean, I honestly, I believe that over anything else that I've heard from them. So, I believe that. I mean, how balling do you? How balling do you have to be that you're like, yeah, we'll just sit on that. We we don't need to push this out. No, it's not. It's not that. It's oh, we enjoy our other IPs better because you know we've got we've got Link, we've got Mario. What else do we need? Space Bounty Hunter. Oh, fuck that shit. Metroid. I mean, Metroid hasn't I mean, ever really done that well for them, at least in Japan. Josh, I, I, Josh, do me a favor. Do me a favor. You don't have to do this on show. Look at the top selling Nintendo Switch games and tell me where Dread falls, and you'll be like, okay, all right, I get it. <laughs> all right, uh, Josh. Thank you for the news. Uh, I'm gonna. We'll we'll post your face when you see the numbers. Uh, Jake, is it meme time? Me time. Yeah, we got some memes for you, boy. All right, here we go. We got a few actually here, so uh, I'm gonna pull up this first one. Uh, okay, we got this is from Mass Effect Andromeda. I want a girl who looks at me like Sarah Ryder looks at everything. She's got crazy eyes for those who are listening. She's got crazy eyes crazy and eyes. i don't want a girl to like me like that i don't even want my wife to look at me like that okay with that look. Oh. all right jake what you got Gross. all right we got some zelda we got a zelda meme here we got link just looking at you know the horizon and then you have a picture of a bear two bears one named ganon and the other named zelda fighting and you got a little 
little bear in the back saying, me looking for the 900 Korok. <laughs> like, screw the main quest. I want these damn rocks. Give me the seeds. Give me the seeds. Uh, oh, God. Speaking of giving uh, me the seeds, just... this next one. Oh, no. All right. <laughs> Man, she's f- she flat. <laughs> Jake, you have to read it. We are, a, we are oh, an audio podcast. Come on. When you invite her to smash and she brings her switch mount it's a picture of link behind zelda and it says mount it's it's tasteful it's not no one is no one is mounted he hasn't pressed the a button if you're listening this is still a pg-13 podcast don't let jake don't let jake pervert the show Uh, i'm pretty sure this is rule 34 no this is not rule 34 no 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 (laughs) don't cancel us uh we're gonna move on from the memes jake jake jacob thank you for the memes those were good. Yes. All right. Uh, so we're going to finish out the show with a quiz. Uh, I want to test the two of you's knowledge in twenty of 2016 in entertainment. Uh, loser does next week's speed cap. Winner picks the game that they're speed capping and is the quiz master. Uh, are you guys ready? Yep. No. All right. So we'll do it. Jake, shut up. So we'll do it the way that we usually do it. Um, uh, so, like, for the first question, Josh will answer first. Second question, Jake will answer first. So on and so forth. Okay, you guys? Yep. All right. Question number one. Josh, you'll go first. Chris Pine plays the role of which character in the 2016 sci-fi film Star Trek Beyond? Your choices are Leonard okay. McCoy, James T. Kirk, Pavel Chekhov, and Spock. Uh, James T. Kirk? Jake, what's your answer? it's kurt come on all right you're both right you're tied at one all right good job gentlemen knowing your star your starcraft your space trek your star trek <laughs> uh, your space wars in your star trek yes question number two starring tom hanks this 2016 drama film is based on the autobiography book highest duty uh your choices are Sully, midnight special american pastoral and the salesman jake Sully. Josh, Sully. The correct answer is Sully. We are tied. Uh, question number three. Which of the following superhero films was not released in 2016? I believe only it's, it's only one of these. Let me double check that. Yes. So the which of the following superhero films was not released in 2016? Your choices are Deadpool, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, Ant-Man, X-Men Apocalypse. Only one of these was not released in 2016. Josh, you first. What are the options again? The options are Deadpool, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, Ant-Man, X-Men Apocalypse. I'm going to say Apocalypse. I was going to say Apocalypse. God damn it. You were both wrong. It was Ant-Man. God damn it. When was was that released? 2017? Which one? Ant-Man. Ant-Man was released in 2015. Uh, uh, I watched it coming back from my honeymoon. All right. In the 2016 film Zootopia, Judy Hopps is relegated to what duty on her first day as a police officer? Your choices are traffic control, office filing, parking duty, or domestic disturbances. Jake. Uh, man, I watched this once. Uh, I want to say domestic disturbance. Josh, parking duty. It is 
parking duty. Josh is correct. It is three to two in Josh's favor. We've got a how many more questions we got here? One, two, three, four, five, six. We got six more to go. All right. Which 2016 film is based on a fictional character created by Edgar Rice Burroughs? <laughs> this one's dumb. Uh, the choices are The Neon Demon, Hell or High Water, The Legend of Tarzan, and The Jungle Book. I'm going to go with The Jungle Book. Jungle Book. Uh, let's see. It's The Legend of Tarzan. You're both in the jungle, just the wrong jungle. <laughs> Still three to two. Uh, next question. Who plays the role of the computer, prof- yeah, the computer professional Edward Snowden in the 2016 biographical film Snowden? Your choices uh, are Oliver Stone, Tom Hardy, Christian Bale, or Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Jake? Uh, it's Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Josh. Same. Love it. Yes, you are both correct. Four to three. Still Josh in the lead. Anyone's game, though. Uh, Next question. In the Pixar computer animated 2016 film Finding Dory, Dory is what kind of animal? Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't going to read the options. I was like, this is fucking obvious. Dog, cat, rabbit, or fish? Uh, Oh, oh, oh. Uh, 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 (laughs) fish, fish. Uh, talk show host fish <laughs> that's gonna give you both a fucking point what a stupid fucking question <laughs> why'd you did you make that or just like a quiz? I, I found this i found this okay. quiz i usually make okay. them but i found this one all right next question <clears throat> written and directed by rob zombie what 2016 film features five carnival workers who are kidnapped and held hostage in strange large compound the uh the choices are 11 31 41 and 21 this is the name of the film it's a number <laughs> directed by Rob Zombie. 11, 31, 41, or 21. Shit. I want to say 11. Josh? Well, I saw Jake's screen flashing constantly, so I don't Jake's know. Oh, because I keep on hitting stuff. No, I'm not on that. Josh? I'm looking at... <laughs> I'm going to say 31. Uh, Josh is correct with 31 oh, out of his ass. Fucker. <laughs> all right next question but that movie didn't do well at all probably not uh in this 2016 irish film we see connor lalore form a rock and roll band in the hopes that he might win the heart of an aspiring model named rafina uh the choices are the lobster sing street cubo and the two strings or the midnight special i'm gonna wing it midnight special jake uh i'm gonna say the two strings uh, you are both wrong. It is Sing Street. Uh, let's see here. How many more? Uh, you know, Josh is ahead by two. We've only got one more. So Josh wins. Yeah. What's the last question? Uh, the last question is, which 2016 adult CGI animated film is a parody of Disney, Pixar, DreamWorks Animation, and Illumination Entertainment animated films? The choices are Henchman, Moana, Sausage Party, Norm of the North. Jake, you, you Moana? <laughs> it's Moana. <laughs> no, it's fucking it's sausage, sausage party, party, you dumbass. 
I didn't hear half the question anyway. Sausage party, you he, dumbass. He said he basically said adult, Jake. Like what other like yes, Moana, yeah. You, you Rule yeah, 34. The rock, rule 34 Moana. Yeah, the the rocks in there, right? Ooh, ooh, not rule 34. No, 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 no. Well, I was gonna say her her nana. The rule 34 nana. No, jo- wait, what? Josh, I'm about to take some points while you keep the <laughs> no, rule 34 you're, you're talking up. about you're talking about that that giant spirit that like yeah. calms down. Oh, that's sc- <laughs> that part is scary. That part is legitimately scary. It scares I'm me. I'm actually talking about the, the, the seashell crab. Ew. We're moving on. Josh, you win. Jake, you lose. Jake's doing the speed cap next week. Josh is picking the game. Josh, what game is Jake? He's doing cap? Andromeda. Jake is doing the speed <laughs> cap for Mass Effect Andromeda. I'm not uh, going to know what to do. Jake, I hope you're ready. Boys, plan out your punishment. Uh, Josh, plan out your punishment for Jake if he fails. Um, make it spicy. He has to live stream Andromeda. No, I'm save not, it. Put it. Save it. No, it won't be that game. Paying for that game. Save it. Put it in the chamber. Put it in the chamber, Josh. Come up with something. I'll on, come up with something on better. your own private time. We'll, 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 we'll. Hey, everybody! We made it through the first part of 2017. We did it. We're all here. Yay! It only gets worse from here. It only gets worse from 2017. Was okay. It was all right. Uh, Folks. You can find me on Twitter at that Kaufman. You can also find me on Twitch and YouTube at Nick Fat Knight. I've got a review up on Game Chronicles for Chained Echoes. Go check that out. I also might be doing some interviews for them, so keep an eye out for those. I'll keep. I'll post a link to our socials. Josh, where can the people find you? Find me everywhere at I'm Josh Sang. He's Josh Sang. Jake, where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok at Jakey Boy Kaufman. Thank you, Jake. And you can find this show anywhere you get your socials. Our TikTok is still going off. On pe- people are still yelling at Jake about his toxic arc ways. Find us on TikTok, Instagram. We're on Twitter. Go over there for some, for some more saucy memes. Uh, Josh and I will be on Twitch eventually streaming Blanc. We just got to sit down and plan our time out. It's a little tricky with a two-week-old, you guys. I'm sorry about that. Uh, as always, thank you to Trident Network for having us in their family. Go check out their birthday stream coming up on the 19th. Thank you to Alex Marvin Clark for his song, Hunt Him Down, that we use for our intro and outro. We have a SoundCloud for him that you can check out below. Go check it out. Uh, again, rate and review us wherever you get your podcast. We appreciate the stars. Everybody, this has been Smashing Game Time. We hope you all had a smashing great time. We will see each and every one of you next time. <laughs>